0: Down a dark hall in a long unused room sits a cabinet with a file marked only as the G-Files.
1: Many years ago in the long-gone nation of Trega there was a faithless and unfaithful king who insisted upon speaking with Prague, a long-condemned murderer. The king offers the condemned man a boon, the king's prerogative but not without the inevitable strings, the powerful, ask of the weak.
0: I tried to swap him down, sire, but he is still filthy. I would suggest that you do not touch him.
2: That was always my intention, guard. I am sure you've done your absolute best.
0: Thank you. I shall keep my weapon at the ready, in case the vile beast tries to... I will
2: see him alone. But, your
0: highness, he is...
2: I know precisely who and what he is. And I said I will see him alone.
0: Your majesty, if you will forgive me, the prisoner is a potentially violent man.
2: I am aware of that. You will stand guard outside the cell door.
0: If you insist. I do.
2: You may open the door
0: now. I will
2: call to you when I'm ready to depart. Yes, your highness. Prisoner. Come into the light.
3: That's my eyes, your majesty.
2: Then come as near the light as you can so that I may see you. Your name is Prague, correct?
3: Correct, your highness.
2: You were told of my visit?
3: I I was, my king. I'm honoured.
2: Rise and face me. Your majesty? I insist. Yes. Very good. Are you aware of the passage of time?
3: I am. I keep track of all the sunrises and sunsets by scratchings on the wall of my cell. You can see them over there.
2: Then you are aware of what day tomorrow is? Uh,
3: Tomorrow is the sixth anniversary of your ascendance to the throne.
2: Precisely. Are you also aware of what is called the king's prerogative?
3: I'm afraid I'm not, sire.
2: No matter. Every year, on the anniversary of my ascendance, to show my leniency, I pardon one prisoner. The decision is entirely my own.
3: Me, your highness?
2: You, Prague.
3: You honor me, kind sir. I I will lead an exemplary life. I I promise to make you proud of me. I deeply regret my previous lawlessness which sent me to this dreary, cold cell.
2: Not so quickly. This release comes with a proviso.
3: What is it, Your Majesty? To anything you say...
2: I need you to do a favor for me.
3: You spoke of a favor, sire.
2: Indeed I did.
3: Give it word, your majesty.
2: I need you to kill the queen. Kill? Yes, Prag. I would do it myself, but it is not a fitting activity for a king.
3: Why would you want me to kill the queen?
2: That is not for you to ask. Will you do it?
3: I, I suppose.
2: I chose you because of the crime that brought you to this cell ten years ago. It was murder, was it not?
3: It was, sire. Uh, but I murdered the shopkeeper in self-defense. Otherwise, I'd never...
2: The fact remains that you are found guilty in our courts and sentenced to this very cell. Intriga murder is murder. So I learned. Will you do this favor for me?
3: Your Highness, I, I had hoped to return to my family. I-, I have a nine-year-old son who I've never laid eyes on. I cannot remain in this land after murdering the Queen... I would be discovered.
2: After you do this favor for me, I would suggest that you flee to our northern neighbor, the land of Suaro. The border with us is barely guarded. You could start a new life there as a free man and send for your wife and son.
3: I'm not sure of this, Your Majesty.
2: When will you be released from here, Prague?
3: My sentence... was life.
2: Exactly. Without my generosity, without your acceptance... You will never see your wife and son again. You will die here, shriveled and filthy. However, if you don't want to do this favor, I could make the offer to some other prisoner along this hall. Surely. You've heard them moaning and wailing pitilessly during the long, cold nights, with nothing but perhaps a dream to keep them company? I'm sure they have heard you. The guards tell me that you can be very vocal at times.
3: But, sire... Well,
2: Prag, what will it be? You've killed before. Surely you can kill one more time.
3: I killed in anger, sire. It was not planned as this would be.
2: I will not make this offer again.
3: Your Majesty. For my freedom, I will do it.
2: Excellent. I am pleased. I will inform the guards to have you cleaned up for tomorrow. A shave, a haircut, new clothes. Very good. This is how it will work, Prague. You will be presented tomorrow at the anniversary ceremony. I assume that you will be suitably thankful for all to see.
3: I will, Your Majesty. I will.
2: After your presentation, you are a free man. I will expect to hear of the Queen's death before midnight tomorrow.
3: You will, Your Highness. Uh, do you have a preferred method that I should use?
2: I should leave that detail up to you. I wish it to look brutal. See to that.
3: How may I gain entrance to the palace without being observed?
2: The north entrance will be unguarded. The Queen's bedchamber is on the second floor at that end of the hall. I understand. Do not fail me, Prag. If necessary, I will personally hunt you down like a rabid dog. And this time the sentence for your crime will not be so lenient. A beautiful tribute, isn't it, my queen?
4: It is, husband. Your subjects love you. You have reason to be proud.
2: You speak as though I am alone in the palace. They love their queen also.
4: I suppose they do. You suppose? Why do you have the
2: slightest doubt, my dear?
4: Forget I mentioned it. There's no need to speak of it further.
2: If something is bothering you, there is always need to speak of it.
4: Well, to be absolutely truthful... I do believe our subjects love me.
2: Then it is settled.
4: No, it is not. The lack of love I sense is from you.
2: From me? You doubt my love?
4: Sometimes. Have I
2: ever given you reason? No. Then why, by all means?
4: I cannot explain it, I'm afraid. It's simply a a feeling. You could call it an intuition.
2: My love for you has never been stronger. I swear it.
4: Uh. If you say so.
2: Why does this continue to bother you? Does my word mean nothing?
4: It's not that.
2: What then?
4: Doesn't it bother you that we cannot have any children?
2: Not any longer.
4: I so wanted to bear you an heir.
2: I know, my love. But I can see no use in lamenting that which cannot be. I love you no less. I know did you think of the prisoner i set free earlier
4: i'm afraid i do not approve why he was a convicted murderer a murderer my dear the king's prerogative is not meant to be used in such a manner
2: it is my understanding that the prerogative is to be used however the king sees fit
4: according to Treger's historians none of your predecessors ever set free a murderer They only released prisoners accused of minor crimes, like forgery and tax evasion, for example.
2: Are you saying that I made an error?
4: No, my love. The choice was yours.
2: I believe that my choice will endear me to our subjects.
4: How so? It shows
2: my great ability for forgiveness. If a murderer can be forgiven, why not any man?
4: Perhaps you are correct. Prague and his wife may merit extra surveillance, though.
2: What does his wife have to do with this?
4: Have you never heard of his wife, Kala?
2: Can't say that I have.
4: Oh, she is known throughout the country as a mystic, a seer, a caster of spells.
2: Evidently, not too good of a mystic, or she would have seen her husband's trouble.
4: I would not be so quick to dismiss Kala, my love. The tales of her influence are legendary among the peasant folk.
2: Let those common people believe what drivel they wish. We are educated men and women. Those of royal blood know better.
0: My king, my king!
2: Guard, calm yourself. You are disturbing my repose. But I... I was just about to retire. It has been a long but
0: glorious day. Her Majesty, the Queen... Spit it out, man! Your Highness, I... The Queen,
2: she... Enough of this. To her bedchamber. Oh, dear God. Such blood. The walls themselves are crimson. Help me find her among the bloody bedclothes. Here, your highness. Dear me. Her throat.
0: Call the doctor immediately. The doctor, my king. But the dear woman is past hope. Don't you think
2: I know that? The doctor will know what to do from here on.
0: As you say.
2: Such a bitter end for so wonderful a day. Do you
0: wish me to remain?
2: No. Fetch the doctor.
0: As you say, sire. Please close the door behind you. Allow me a
2: few moments alone with my dear Certainly. (laughs) Oh, dear wife. I regret that this was necessary. You guessed the very reason yourself earlier this day. Very good prague, suitably brutal. And now, to the future.
0: I get you anything, Your Majesty?
2: No, thank you. Did you find the Queen's service touching?
0: Indeed, I did.
2: I never thought that I would outlive my dear wife. I want the country searched from end to end. Her murderer must be found as quickly as possible.
0: I already have men on the hunt. Very good. Efficient as always. You are kind, sire.
2: I want you to fetch all the queen's ladies-in-waiting and bring them here. I must speak with them. Uh Ladies, since there will never be a good time for this, I have chosen now. I want all of you to know that you will be retained. One day there may be a new queen, and she will need her ladies-in-waiting. You've all proven yourselves up to that task. I thank you for your time. You may go now. I'm sure you all have your own private reflecting to do in light of today's services. Nara, please stay for a moment.
4: Yes, Your Majesty.
2: Nara... You do know that my wife was very fond of you.
3: I do, sire.
2: More than a handful of times, she told me that you were her favorite and her most lovely lady-in-waiting.
4: The queen was always a kind woman, sire.
2: Did you ever wonder why the queen never bore me a child?
4: I I had no such curiosity about such a fine woman, your majesty.
2: The answer is that she could not bear me an heir. She was barren.
4: I am sorry for both of you.
2: Thank you. Nara, this land needs a queen. Someone the ladies in the kingdom can look up to and emulate.
4: I always
3: admired the queen.
2: Then you can understand. As my wife's favorite lady-in-waiting, I would like you to become the new queen of Traga. I. Yes, I think the queen would approve. If she cannot rule by my side, she would want her favorite lady in her place.
1: Do you really think so, sire?
2: I do. Will you become my queen?
1: I would be honored,
4: sire.
2: You honor me. I will ask the priest to perform the wedding ceremony as soon as possible. I will issue the proclamation tomorrow morning.
3: Ah,
1: ah, ah, ah. Prague, Prague! what is it?
3: Oh, dear wife, I'm here. Not bad. Oh, it was all a bad dream. It was merely a bad dream.
1: What was the dream about?
3: I, I, I can't say.
1: We never kept secrets from each other when we lived in Trega. Are we allowed to do so now that we live in Swarrow? Of course not. Then explain. I cannot. You know of the mystical value of dreams. You have
3: mentioned it to me on more than one occasion.
1: Then you should tell me. Your dream could be an omen from the spirit world.
3: I think not.
1: Did it have something to do with your time in prison?
3: No. It took place after that.
1: In Trega? Yes. But your time in Trega after the king freed you was very limited. Only about one day. True. Your dream was about something that happened during that one day. Correct. Something you actually did. Yes. What, husband? Tell me. I cannot.
3: You would be ashamed of me. So would our son.
1: That is not possible.
3: Such knowledge would make it possible.
1: Very well. If you insist. You will tell me when you are ready.
3: I'm sorry, Keller.
1: No matter. You were a better man in Trega.
3: Please don't.
1: Speaking of Trega, did you hear that the king is soon to be a father? Evidently, he married one of the late queen's ladies-in-waiting. She bears him a child.
3: When will the child be born?
1: In one month's time, I hear. Why?
3: I'm a fool.
1: Pardon me?
3: Fool, Keller. You are married to a fool.
0: Your Highness. Why do you barge into my chamber, guard? Pardon me, sire, but I have news of the culprit responsible for the murder of your wife. Well, then
2: speak, man.
0: Our agents have tracked him to the land of Soirot.
2: Who is it?
0: Regrettably, sire, it appears to be the prisoner you freed with your prerogative.
2: Really? What was his name again? Prag. Yes, that was it.
0: You will want his identity kept secret.
2: For certain. It will not do to have any of my subjects know that my lapse of judgment contributed to the Queen's death.
0: Could you really be blamed, sire? After all, can one man be responsible for the actions of another...
2: No, a man's actions are his own. However, some might doubt my logic and my ability to rule. I put you in full charge of this matter.
0: Thank you. I will go to Swarrow and lead the team that secures Prague and puts him to death. Death? Yes, Your Majesty. According to the ancient laws, the murder of someone of the royal family is punishable by death. During all of our beloved country's existence, there has never been a need to carry out such a sentence. Do you have a preferred method of execution for the beast?
2: No, I don't. I will leave that matter to you.
0: Thank you, sire. The swine will be dead before nightfall. Now, please excuse me. I must be on my way.
2: I am sorry, Prag. It looks as though one of us must pay the price for this. So it will be you.
1: The queen, husband?
3: Yes. Condition of my freedom.
1: Oh, why would you agree to such a
3: vile act? Without doing this for the king, I would have died in prison. Never to see you or
1: our son again. Better to die an honest man.
3: So you can easily say. You never spent a single night in that wretched cell. (sighs) Tis true. During the day, the stink is foul and overpowering. At night, the hungry rats come out of the walls and nibble at your flesh. Horrible. Was... I would have done anything to
1: get out. The king has played you for a fool. I know that now. Here, the three of us live in a cottage too small for the two of us, while the king basks in a new life, with a new queen and a child on the way. You hate me. I do not hate you, husband. How can one argue with your desire to see your family again? The king should be cursed for the death of so fine a lady as the queen. In the name of
3: the King of Traeger, let us in.
1: Hide, husband. You must not be found.
3: I will not hide from any man in my own home.
0: (laughs) Prag, stay where you are.
1: You will stay away from my husband.
0: Get out of my way, good woman. My business is not with you. You will
1: not have him.
0: Men, restrain her.
1: Let me go.
0: Step forward, Prag.
1: Leave him alone. He is not the guilty one. Quiet, please. My wife.
0: As the representative of the King of Traga, I must inform you that you have been found guilty of the murder of our Queen.
3: Without a trial? I was given a trial in the death of the shopkeeper.
0: No trial is required for the crime of which you are guilty. The punishment... Is death.
3: No, you can't. But what I did, I did for the king. He asked me. Enough.
0: You will demean the king with your filthy words. Stand ready to
3: receive your sentence. Die. I am ready.
1: Peg no! <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is done, my sword to his heart, and now, his heart will beat no longer.
1: No, no!
0: Release the woman,
1: husband. My love, you men will not leave my home.
0: We will, good woman. I. I am sorry for your troubles.
1: I don't believe you. You are not sorry, not one little bit. You delight in your power.
0: Your husband was guilty. The sentence had to be carried out. It is done.
1: You will leave now.
0: As you wish.
1: Will you do one thing for me first? Madam? Tell the king that I will be seeing him soon.
2: Now the future begins. A new wife, soon an heir. The people of Trega will have much to look forward to. What? What is this? The night suddenly grows very cold. I am chilled.
1: You believe the whole business is behind you? I beg to differ.
2: What? Who are you? How did you get in here? The guards shut and locked the door.
1: My name is Kala.
2: Kala? Um, Where have I heard that name?
1: I am the wife of Prague, or should I say, the widow.
2: Of course, now I remember.
1: You will not soon forget.
2: How did you gain entrance to my chamber?
1: Uh, I am not really here.
2: Rubbish, I can see you plainly.
1: That is true, but I am not in your castle. I am projecting myself from my cottage in Suaro.
2: My late wife spoke of your imagined powers.
1: They are quite real, as you will soon learn.
2: What are you talking about, woman?
1: You killed my husband.
2: I did no such thing.
1: Your guard killed him under your orders. You used my husband to do your dirty work for you, knowing full well what his punishment would be when he was caught.
2: How did I know he would get caught? I told him to flee to Suaro after the crime.
1: Which he did. Your minions have very long arms. They found him. A man who believed in you and only wanted to be with his wife and son. Now he is dead. His heart pierced with your guard's sword.
2: So I've heard. You have my sympathies.
1: I do not believe you for a second. You murdered him as surely as if you had swung the blade yourself. His blood is on your hands. I will have my vengeance.
2: (laughs) You're going to punish me with your imaginary powers.
1: I will do worse than that. I will punish those you love. Your new wife and unborn child.
2: If you harm them, you will feel the sting of my blade.
1: You will never find me. My imaginary powers, as you called them will protect me.
2: You cannot escape the strength of my army. You are but one woman.
1: I am, and will be safe. If only I had the time to prepare, I might have saved my husband.
2: You do not frighten me, Kayla.
1: Then, sire, you are a bigger fool than I imagined.
2: My baby is nearly born, my love. The doctor says that one final push should complete the labor. Her voice! Voice?
4: She's but a newborn child. Husband, she does not yet speak.
3: No, no, no. Kala, Kala, Kala!
1: I could not harm an innocent woman or unborn child. This punishment is yours. Whenever you look upon your daughter... You will see the face of your late wife. Every time the infant so much as gurgles, you will hear the voice of my husband. When your daughter first calls you daddy, you will not hear it in her sweet tones. This punishment is yours to bear. If you cannot, there is a queen available, and she is guilty of nothing.
2: The King's Prerogative Written by Mike Murphy Produced by Gypsy Audio Directed by Gwendolyn Jensen Widard Post-produced by Alex Gilmore Featuring Kerry Ayers as The King Ronnie Rollins as Prague Gwendolyn Jensen Widded as Carla Lynn Cullen as The Queen Burnett Groves as Nara And H. Keith Lyons as God Daffodson G-Files opening performed by Terry Cooper Thanks to Kevin MacLeod of Incomputech.com for the music, and Soundsnap.com, and the free sound project for the effects. This has been released under a Creative Commons Attribution No Derivative Works 3.0. GypsyAudio.org 2011